because I'm a work at home mom, I am going to have out of office hours. Again, my kids are age appropriate where they can be home on their own for a while. I usually choose a coffee house that's not too far from our house so that I can be here quickly if needed, but that I can get out of here. Hey there, I'm Renee, a self-proclaimed shopaholic turned minimalist. In just three years, my family and I downsized our house, paid off debt, and I learned to make passive income online so I could work anytime, anywhere. We did all of this in pursuit of a life of more freedom, flexibility, and fun. And the crazy part is, the more I detached from my stuff, the more I was able to let go of pesky habits like people-pleasing, saying yes to everyone, and being who I thought I was supposed to be rather than showing up authentically as who I am. That's why I want you to see the Unstuffed podcast not as a place for all things decluttering and organizing, but rather as a place where together we can unload it all. From donating those pants that no longer fit to bidding adieu to those relationships that have run their course, I want you to see our time together as a time where you can unwind, let go, come as you are, and there is no need to apologize for the mess. So let's shed some layers, drop some dead weight, and start living a little less stuffed. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. I was racking my brain trying to come up with some ideas on what to chat with you guys with. Uh, And naturally, I think there was a reason that I couldn't come up with anything. And that's because so many of us, um, obviously those of us who are parents, are just kind of feeling the summer overwhelm right now. Am I right? Where we're in the between phase of prepping for summer with our kids back home, maybe trying to tie up all of our loose ends, or maybe our brains are just kind of tuned out because we know what's coming. Now, this episode is geared more toward parents, of course, but maybe could benefit the rest of you too to just give you different ideas on how to slow down, or maybe even how to create a more peaceful environment for yourself this summer, because I think so many of us really want to enjoy the summer months and kind of create that balance for ourselves, while also avoiding all of the overwhelm that can come with just life in general. So here is my quick breakdown to fill you guys in on what my minimalist mom prep is for having the kids home this summer. Now, I was a homeschool mom for six years, I think, five or six years. I don't even know. But this is going to be my second summer with my kids in school. So last year was our very first summer with with them in school. And I remember, spoiler alert, or calling myself out here, when I was a homeschool mom, I was so quick to judge moms of public school students because my Facebook timelines would be filled with people talking about how they were going crazy having their kids home and they were driving them nuts. And I would think, oh my gosh, you know, I spend all day with my kids and things go really well for us and blah, blah, blah. And so my experience should be your experience. And that same old tired nonsense was basically my quiet internal belief. But the reality is, 
you know, when we adapt to life without our kids here, it can be a big shock to our system to have them back sometimes. Um, especially if our kids love us as much as mine love me, <laughs> you know, I like, I think if you're a mom or a, a dad and, you know, your kids just want to hang out with you. They rely on you. They trust you for things. It can be a blessing, but it can also be like, a, okay, I need my space. Give me some space or I'm going to lose my marbles kind of thing. That's where I'm at. Plus I am a work from home mom. I love spending my days in silence in our house, walking through, jotting out my to-do list for the day, casually going through it. Like right now, I'm just plopped on the floor. My door is wide open recording this podcast for you because I know that nobody's going to make a sound, right? I do not have this luxury for much longer, so I had better hurry up and figure out what I'm going to do. Now, here is what I'm doing to kind of prep for this as a work from home mom, as a mom in general, who's just trying to get ready for her kids to come home because I still want to maintain some of the peace that I have. And I want to maintain the tidiness of my home too, because when my home is clean, it makes me feel more relaxed. And when I'm more relaxed, I feel like the whole household is more relaxed, even though I hate the idea of putting that pressure on my shoulders. Anyway. Here's what I'm going to do. Screen time rules. We already have screen time rules set up for the school day. It's just going to look a little bit different when it's summer because I definitely want my kids to be able to chill out and relax, but we live in a small space. So if I'm trying to work, I'm not going to be able to do it in my bedroom. I get sleepy when I work in my bedroom because my bedroom is meant for sleep. I prefer to work out in the kitchen, but then there's a TV right there because we have our smaller house, right? And my son loves lounging around watching TV. And I really want him to be able to do that, especially in summertime. You know, it's something that helps him relax and unwind, makes him laugh and honestly makes him so much more creative. I swear every single time that kid turns on the TV, he ends up creating something based off of whatever he saw in a movie or TV show. So instead of no TV rules, I have a until 10 and after four. That way my prime working hours are guaranteed to be a little bit quieter and will encourage the kids to get out and uh, enjoy the day and enjoy their friends after their friends have started waking up. Another thing that I do all year long, but that I'm going to have to up my game on for before summer is preset snacks. So I have snack bins in our home for my kids and for neighbor kids because we tend to be the catch-all place um, when it comes to where all the neighbor kids go to hang out indoors. Um, when it comes to outdoors, you know, we've got the park, they go other places, but a lot of times they tend to end up here. And I always want to make sure that everyone's got quick grab snacks. Now, if you are anything like me, you've got kids who are always asking for snacks throughout the day. Mom, can I have a snack? Mom, can I have a snack? Mom, can I have a snack? One of the things that has worked best for me ever since my kids were little. So this is during the school year, even if your kids are home with you still, they're not in school during the summers, is to have a snack limit. So we have a three-day limit. Like you can have three snacks from the snack bin per day. Grab them whenever you want. Do not ask me because I don't want to be interrupted in the middle of my work. You know, I have to put down whatever I'm doing so that I can tell you, yeah, you can have a snack. Both of my kids know that they can grab three snacks each day 
And when they've eaten their three snacks, then they have the option of like a fresh fruit or vegetable. Uh, So we have like quick grabs, carrots, apples, things like that. Their snacks are things like fruit snacks, granola bars, uh, little applesauce packets, you know, basic quick grab snacks. So having the quick grab snacks on hand is a really great way of avoiding the constant ask for snacks. Uh, and it's convenient for the kids because then, you know, they kind of get to be more in charge of their own eating schedules. And my kids are older now, so it's most definitely the time where they should be able to learn how to just be in control of getting their own food, you know, that type of thing. Another thing that I'm really excited about, because I don't believe we had this going on last summer. It seems like we've had it for so long, but I really don't think we had it last summer. So that is having our green light debit cards. You've probably heard me talk about these before. I share about them a lot on TikTok, but I absolutely love them for my school age kids. Uh, But you can definitely do something similar for younger kids. And when I say my school age kids, I mean my older kids, 11 and 13 are how old my children are. So we have our green light debit card and it comes with an app where I can plug in the chores that they are expected to do every day. So I don't have to be like, did you do your chores? Did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do? Because I hate doing that. Nobody wants to spend their time doing that. So I love having the green light debit card for that specific reason. So the kids can look on their app, see what they need to do and check off their chores accordingly if they want to get paid on Friday. And I recently had someone ask me, okay, but are you still having to hover around and see if your kids are doing their chores? Now, basically I don't, but they also know I'm never not looking. So for example, some of their chores are to feed the dogs, to clean the bathroom, to they swap dishes every other day, which we might switch that up for summer. Now that they're going to be home all day, they might have some more chores, some different chores, that type of thing. Um, and they definitely both love earning money. So I'm sure they love the idea of getting a few more chores on their plate. However, if I happen to go by their bathroom, I will peek in and I'll notice if it hasn't been cleaned in a while. And I'll tell them, you don't get to check that off. This bathroom is not cleaned. Don't check it off. And they know if they don't get that. Then they don't get paid because the way our green light is set up is they get paid per each chore that they do rather than a rounded amount. Uh, same thing with dog food. Dogs don't have food. You're not checking that off for today. That type of thing. So when I happen to notice, I will say something. I try not to hover or, you know, add something extra to my day, which defeats the purpose. But having the green light debit card set up and the where you're able to go through and they're able to check off their chores is just so helpful to helping me avoid having to hover around that. But you could easily set this up with a chore chart if you think that would work. We used to have the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace Jr. So it was a little magnetic board that you could set up on the fridge with all of their chores listed, how much they get paid, and they can just do a little check mark once they've done those chores. So I will link to the Greenlight debit card and the Financial Peace Jr. kit in the show notes so that you can kind of pick or choose which one's going to work best for you based on your age group of kids. Next, because I'm a work-at-home mom, I am going to have out-of-office hours. Again, my kids are age-appropriate where they can be home on their own for a while. I usually choose a coffee house that's not too far from our house so that I can be here quickly if needed, but that I can get 
out of here. (laughs) And sometimes I do this just by myself because being home alone for an entire week can kind of drive a person crazy too, especially being me who is a chatterbox. I love talking to people and having someone hear me. I don't know. (laughs) Call me crazy, but I don't like spending so much time to myself. I go a little bit cuckoo. So having out of office hours where two days a week, I will be at a coffee shop, maybe run to the gym, get a few hours of work done at a coffee shop. Um, That way I just can kind of take a break and escape from here. Uh, This really helps me maintain my sanity. And even if you are someone who has to be home with your kids, I still think you can do this by setting up a safe space. (laughs) A safe space sounds so dramatic, but setting up a safe space or a comforting area in your bedroom where you can go read a book, just sip your coffee, Take that time for you so that you can recoup. Uh, And don't ever be ashamed. Like if you've got to throw on the TV or do the screen time so that you can get a minute away, absolutely do that. This is something I still did do. Uh, When I was doing photography, I would edit pictures at night after they went to bed. And that was really tiring. So during the day, I would always try to steal at least a half an hour away from them where I would just read a book and they would get to play. And this usually meant they were trashing the house. Uh, But I kind of had to let go of that mindset and say, you know what, if they're playing and giving me my space, that's more important to me. Like right now, what I need is my me time, that type of thing. And the last thing we do, and I think this is huge, we do this for ourselves, we do this for our kids, is having a same nightly routine. So we do not free for all, even though our kids are 11 and 13, they could easily just be putting themselves to bed every night. Sometimes we'll do that on the weekends not even really. It'll be like a 10 o'clock, you put yourselves to bed (laughs) because we are in bed before 10. (laughs) We are early to bed, early to rise kind of people. So we maintain that same routine with our kids at night where we'll probably push it back a little bit because it's summer. We want them to be outside having fun, but ultimately we will stick close to those same bedtime hours, same bedtime routine, Uh, This helps so much, so much, you guys, with avoiding the temper tantrums the next day. Don't be fooled. 11 and 13-year-olds can still throw temper tantrums and it's just meaner, you know? So whenever we make sure to stick to this routine, it's so good for them. It's so good for us. Um, And thankfully, you know, we're in the habit of where we've been consistently doing it. So my kids don't really give us any flack about it. If they have a, you know, if they say, we step a little bit later, we might, you know, do that. Like, okay, finish this TV show and that's fine. Then you can go to bed, whatever it might be. But for the most part, we stick to that same routine and it doesn't even have to be straight to bed. They are, you know, can read their books, they can color, they can do whatever they want in their rooms, but it's just a matter of trying to keep that same routine going. Um, Truly so helpful for them. So helpful for us. And then it makes getting back into the swing of things for school so much more seamless. Okay. And I would love to hear from you guys on this. Uh, Tag me on Instagram, drop me in your stories. Let me know what you guys do to kind of help survive the summer. These are my, you know, five things that I do to kind of make it a little bit easier on myself to try to make the transition more smooth. But I always would love to hear from you guys and know what you're doing as well. So make sure you share. And if you want to grab the Greenlight debit card for the chore list on the app or the Financial Peace Junior Magnetic Chore Board. 
you can head to my show notes and do that. Hopefully that gets you all set up for at least the chores. Um, Yeah, that's all I've got for you guys for today. (laughs) Sorry, this is kind of a little whirlwind of a podcast. Like I said, I think we're all kind of in that foggy in-between spring summer mindset. So hopefully you can bear with me, but I hope at the end of all of this, you got some really good ideas on what you could maybe apply to your life to make the summer transition a little bit easier. Hey again, thanks so much for hanging out with me today on the Unstuffed podcast. It means so much that you chose to carve out some of your precious time just to hang out with me. If you aren't quite ready for our time to end, head to the show notes where you can grab my free declutter checklist, join my newsletter subscription, and connect with me on some of your favorite social platforms. Sending you so much love until next time.